0: Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQers, TV, DVXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on. The straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel. that Allah warns about. It. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. <clears throat> there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. One on the left side is Bradley show from yesterday, so if you missed that and you'd like to catch it, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area for two hours a saturday so you got him for two hours today and then on the right side of the page is where we're at click on the play button blow it up on whatever device you got look for the rumble icon bottom right hand corner click on that and you can join us in the chat on rumble a lot of friends there this morning good morning good to see you guys um and while you're there please subscribe to the channel it's sons of liberty radio live sons of liberty radio live on rumble and i believe that you can get to that right here uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, top of the page, right there on the menu. SOL Radio Live takes you right to the channel if you want to go there uh, and subscribe as well. And then also we're on before it's news.com top of the page over there. And then finally, right up under where We're Streaming Live, you can sign up for our email newsletter. That is all of the articles we put out for the day, including the morning show archive. And that goes out late afternoon, early evening, so you guys are all set for that. Now, I told... Uh, Kate, she has been caring for a daughter. You guys have been praying for for them and things, and I think things are getting better. She is really, really tired, so we're just going to keep her to the hour today so she can get done what she can done and and get some rest. Um, But I do, there's there's two things here I wanted to do, and I told her one of them I'm going to do based off of yesterday. But before we do that, we do have a birthday girl today. I saw it in the chat. Little Grace Heikla. You know what that means? That means that Elvis has entered the building. A happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A happy birthday, dear Grace. A happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, there we go. And uh, happy birthday, Grace. 14 years. Ah, oh, you've lived a lifetime. <laughs> Nothing better, though, than getting to go out with Dad. Honey, that, honey. That sounds fine. That sounds like a lot of fun. Happy birthday grace. Um, here's Here's something that you guys asked about uh, yesterday. I played you at, you know parts of the video. you guys who wanted to see the whole thing that was that's in the archive sungillibertitymedia.com. You can find it based off yesterday's show on the National Sheriff's Association's letter that we talked about. So I went back and dug out. This guy's name was Stephen Laura. Uh, this is the latest that I found. This comes from um, Institute for Justice. Uh, The latest I found on Steven, I thought I would give it to you so you guys would know what was going on. Because that was, this was back in like 2018, is that what it was? No, it was like 2018 uh, that that took place. What you saw yesterday where they took this guy's almost $100,000, okay? He filed a lawsuit in August of uh, 2021 for Steven, the Marine who was, you know, had high-rate robbery committed against him by the Nevada Highway Patrol and the DEA. Um, so we found out that he got his money back with interest, but he's got two lawsuits that are still sitting there. See, he this guy understands. It's not just, oh, you're going to give me my money back and some stuff here. Somebody's got to be held accountable because you're probably not just doing this to me. You've probably done it to a bunch of people, and I'll guarantee you they have. Um, this is what uh, IJ.com um, reported on this. It said, in August 2021, we filed a lawsuit on behalf of Marine veteran Stephen Laura, whose life savings were seized in a bogus roadside stop by the Nevada Highway Patrol, when then handed, uh, which then handed the money over to the federal government in an illegal end run around Nevada's forfeiture laws. Rather than answer the lawsuit, the government successfully asked the court to stay the case while Nevada Supreme Court considered a different case that asked whether people could sue for damages directly under the Nevada Constitution when their rights are violated. Well, of course they can. <laughs> this, is, this is how you hold them accountable. <laughs> oh my goodness. The case that flew under the radar, which was uh, Mac versus William, Williams and came to the Nevada Supreme Court through a circuitous route rather than bemoan the unnecessary delay in our Nevada civil forfeiture case, the team recognized that the speed bump provided a golden opportunity both to defend our clients' interest and to advance principles at the heart of IJ's project on immunity and accountability. Um, just a second here. As the federal courts have been retreating from providing remedies against violations of the U.S. Constitution by federal officials... IJ has been fighting for states to move in the opposite direction and give robust constitutional remedies to their citizens. But Nevada's high courts had not yet decided whether the state's constitution guaranteed citizens the right to seek damages against uh, state government officials who violate their rights. Now the government was asking the Nevada Supreme Court to hold the state constitution, did not and that victims of constitutional violations would instead have to hope that the Nevada legislature would create such a right. They don't create rights. Rights come from God. So when somebody has done you wrong, you have a right to seek restitution on that. Okay? That is a God-given right, and that's part of, actually part of God's law. So getting the guy's money back and you know a little extra on top of it, that's part of God's law. Um. It then goes, the Nevada civil forfeiture team sprang into action, promptly filed an amicus brief asking the court to hold both the Nevada Constitution guaranteed a right to seek damages for constitutional violations and that defenses like qualified immunity did not apply to those suits. When the court heard the case in May 2022, the IJ team participated directly, providing the bulk of the oral argument on behalf of IJ itself and Mr. Laura Stephen. Uh, the Nevada Supreme Court issued its opinion in late December, completely vindicating IG's position. The court held that when Nevada uh, government officials violate the rights against un- unreasonable search and seizure guaranteed by the state constitution, the victims can sue for damages. The court's logic should readily extend to Nevada's entire Declaration of Rights. And to boot, the court rejected qualified immunity for these claims. Good for them. Good for them in doing that. That's Nevada, of all places. My goodness. Communist, communist in Nevada is what it smacks of. It really does. The court's ruling paves the way to vindicate constitutional rights both in Nevada and nationwide. In Nevada, the ruling ensures that our client Stephen's case can go forward. See, he's still doing it even though he's got his money. And that all Nevadans will have a remedy when the government violates the state constitution. The victory also provides an important precedent for IJ to cite uh, to other states and blah, 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 and all these things. So Stephen got his money back. He got some form of interest, which, you know, again, the Bible would allow for uh, the return of the property plus something that has been imposed on them by the judge in the case Uh, That was that's how they made restitution. They didn't go to jail. They made actual restitution to the person they harmed, not to the state, but to the person they harmed. And so that's a good thing. I think his his uh, lawsuits here are to actually hold these individual police officers accountable because their activity was criminal. And you watched it. You saw it. And they did it with a smile saying, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Can I take your other stuff? Can I haul your car off for you? Can I steal your dog? Can we have your children? I mean, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's the way they behaved. And this was, I think, again, 2018. He's still doing it. We're going into 2024. So you guys asked about, you know, what happened with this guy. I'm sorry I could not see the chat because if I'm doing the monologue, I'm – barely seeing a comment or something so i read after so i wanted to let you guys know i did look that up hopefully that's helpful for you uh in understanding that this guy didn't let it go and he's still not let it go okay all right but it's saturday and um you know you guys have been praying for kate and for her children and we appreciate that very much praying with us not for us uh, for, for them uh but with them because again we shouldn't be asking people to pray for us. We are supposed to be praying for ourselves, right? But to pray with us. And so we've been doing that. And uh, brought Kate on. She's a little weary today, so we're going to keep her to the hour, okay? But I'm going to give her as much time to talk about what's went on and the things she wants to focus on here. Because what went on that she's had to deal with in the past week, it can be a very disturbing Kind of thing, uh, but Kate's handled it and got some things kind of under control now. And uh, Kate, good morning. It's good to see you.
1: Hi, good morning. I'm just going to say yet again, I'm full of snot. <laughs> and but do not be uh, do not be thinking. Oh, it's because you're not healthy. It's just um where I was. I ate some things and lack of sleep, and that's all it is. And it's a it's you know it's just a detox. And then I had to I've got my dog bothering me now. I have tnt on a Saturday live on, and so I had to get up at five. Um, yeah, the, the, just to let everyone sort of know, you know, I we all talk about COVID and the governments and everything else and really the things that are going to affect us. We're not going to be expecting. They're going to come on a, mine came on a, a Thursday afternoon and side blinded me. Um, and it was one of my children um, and was subsequently, I, I've got carrot juice, subsequently given um, a, some terrible news Nelly, come here. Sorry, Nelly just wants to be on the show.
0: That's okay. We'll get her a song too.
1: <laughs> so she's looking really like.
0: Come on. That's come her on. song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she's, uh, and she's got her nails all nicely.
0: <laughs> oh lord.
1: So um, <clears throat> yeah. So she she was uh in the national homicide service she was told to come home and then nobody knew who that was that phoned her and then i had i had to go to the hospital it's been a while since i've worked in a hospital and i'm not going to lie i know there's a lot of you nurses out there that are good and you're trying to do your best but i really don't know what's happened first of all uh half of you would have been sacked in my day for just being unkempt basically um I just find it really slovenly, uh, the, you know, the way you're dressed, your hair, whatever. I don't care about diversity. Uniform is for a reason and you're supposed to be semi-professionals. I really don't care about everybody's oh, it's diversity, you know, expressing yourself. No, it's supposed to all look the same. I don't want to see all your bits and bobs on you anyway. I go into the place and they're serving what, what is in a hospital. I mean, candies, crisps, busy drinks. That's what was in the shop for the patients to have. Then a the load of toiletries they could buy. It's all toxic garbage. I had to go to the ward. Actually, it's, it's got more security than probably a concentration camp. I couldn't get out at one stage. I got locked in. Um, I go in and I go to where my child is and, um, I walk into the room and the windows are closed. The room is stuffy. So they've been closed ever since she arrived and she'd arrived the day before. And she was flat on the bed with a big puffy face and she should have been nursed upright. Um, they had just gone to her at four o'clock in the morning and given her just because she happened to ask what you're doing, why are you doing this. no one's told me what's wrong with me i've just been told i had to come home she'd had this needle biopsy and then they just hit her with this diagnosis and
0: uh um and what did they diagnose her with
1: um mediastinal non-hodgkin's lymphoma b and um i got her out of bed into the bathroom and then I I fixed her bed. It's an electric bed, pulled it upright. I actually did say to the nurse, that bed's not to be down, she's to be upright. And and then the swelling went then. Her puffiness in her face went. And uh anyway, it, it, the the system is something else. Um, it's this whole um straight into they just believe you're gonna do what what they say that that you'll just do it, you won't question. And, of course, she'd always said, I would never do chemo. I would never do chemo. And she doesn't want to do it. And she said she felt bullied and pressured. (laughs) So she said anything in the end to get out. Uh, They wanted her to sign a form to consent to it. So when she comes later, she wouldn't have to do the form, really. Um, Five folk, you know, they... She asked to see the bloods, and and they did eventually let me look. And I said, "Well, you, this this needs doing, and this needs doing." She asked for the biopsy. We've not had any of it. We've not had all of the doctors that we've shown it to in Italy, in Iran, um, in London. We they all keep saying, "Well, where's where's the biopsy? Where's the, the histology? Where's this report? We need those." And we've tried for days to get them. We can't. So she's come home and she doesn't want to be in their outpatient care at all. And, uh, you know, she's getting a second opinion and everything else. So we brought her home and there was a load of other stuff that went on as well that I can't go into, but, um, you know, she said, I'll I'll tell you a little bit. She, she started to fill me in on bits, which I'm totally disgusted at the, just the level of ignorance, um, the, the, the hematologist had bits of nail varnish on each finger. It's an absolute no-no to to have nail varnish on because of washing your hands and bits of nail varnish as well. And um, they, when I I wanted to absolutely ensure that she was, for, you know, for resuscitation, they turned the screen around and I saw everybody's
0: name. Every patient in there. Yeah, let people know that. But this is the this is the stuff, Kate, that you were telling me, stuff that you went in there and you found out about this, and they turned it around where you could see all the patients that were along that hallway. And you said two-thirds of them oh, yeah, do registered as do not, as most do not them, resuscitate.
1: Most of them would do not resuscitate. Incredible. Most of them had the red do not resuscitate. And, and then um, she said to me, you know, they woke her up with tea. They, they woke her to ask if she wanted a cup of tea. You don't wake a sleeping patient who's been up most of the night, who's been taking bloods all night, for a cup of tea. And I said, What is this? And it was white sugar and milk. The food was incredible, just incredibly atrocious. But this is, they don't know. Uh, the doctors, They they don't know. There was a really, really lovely nurse. It was very beautiful and slim. And she said, she actually said, oh, I I live on pizza and donuts." But then she said she ran. She says, that's why I can eat the pizza and donuts. No, no, you can't. That's not food that's fueling your body. And eventually you're going to get sick. And I think as health educators, why would anybody say that's what they do when they're in a ward? That has cancer patients in it. It's full of cancer patients. Um, they shouldn't be eating any of that. But it's straight onto drugs. So they she didn't really understand what was going on, and she just I just wanted to get out of there. So they they prepped her for chemotherapy. They were said they prepped her. When I saw the level of of uh what they use of steroids, I was really shocked.
0: Yeah, and that, and they, d- let people understand that because yeah. it's not. You had specifically said she needs this, this, and this, and they were agreeing with you. They were going to do it. You were barking out the orders, and then you come back. What was it? The next day or the day after? No, they, said
1: they, they, they can't we weren't to be given any more results.
0: But they but they come back right back and she's already told them she doesn't want chemotherapy. They're prepping her with that, with certain types of things they're shooting in her. And and you come in and find out they've shot her up with steroids and some other things. But they it, gave
1: us, you said to me they were going to give her a low dose of steroids. When I saw the dose, it was massive. And there was, she said there was another thing that had gone in. She says, oh, they're taking my bloods every two hours. I went, what? What is that? What are they giving you? And then there was... Uh, Fragment, which is just an anti clotting
0: Well, I mean, but it sounds I, like it sounded did. when you were explaining it to me, it sounds like they deliberately were doing things they should not be doing. Well, you know what? They're saying what I, has this kind she, of cancer. So she's and then they've
1: got another drug just in case. Oh, that's just the protocol to prep them. And I said, but she she hasn't made her mind up yet that she's going to do it. And as she was leaving, I, I actually heard the doctor on the phone because she kept me on speaker and say, we, who's bringing you back in two weeks? Well, we've already started your treatment. Um And then they've hounded her and she does say she feels very, very pressured. So she's, you know, we, we're now doing lots of things behind the scenes that I will let you know. But she said, I don't want to do that treatment. I don't want to do it. I would have never have done that. I said, okay, we need all these results, which we do. We need them all. And they said, well, the next doctor can request them. It's, it's very cloak and dagger. And it was very um I, she said they were they weren't very nice and i didn't want to say no in case they wouldn't do my scans i went, don't worry about any of that don't worry about it i mean her dad's over from uh, iran and germany now and i mean i haven't seen him close up in person in just under a decade he arrived he's here it's great i'm glad he's here and you know we're sorting it out together and um but we're now having to go through the process of second opinions and we don't want her to have some of those tests again, because it's not good for her to do that. Now she only had one symptom of this disease, one symptom. And I couldn't quite get my head around it. And so this doctor had said, Oh, we found a few cells, a few cells. And it, it, and every doctor I'm talking to, they're going, oh, "This, it, that's not, you know, there's something not quite on here. And I said, well, you know, sometimes I'm going to say, I'm not saying this is in my daughter's case, but I'm going to say this does happen. When you have drug trials going on in hospitals and you get someone in, it's great if they're young because they'll withstand possibly the treatment. And then if you get somebody alive at the end of it or it shows results, it gets its license. So my doctor said, my daughter said, Is what's my survival at two, five? She's definitely my daughter, she's been listening. Two, five, seven, and ten years. If I do your treatment. And the doctor said, Well, we can't answer that because these are new drugs. Well, what? If you can't answer that, and they're new
0: drugs. And you want me to put that in my body. You and want me to be experiment. your guinea pig. Isn't that what's what that's going an ex- on?
1: And that's an experiment, isn't it? That's, that means you're the trial. So that's exactly right. Her, exactly. Did they tell her that? So, as they kept asking what my name was. And I said, you don't need my name. They said, are you medical? I said, it doesn't matter what I am, but I understand. Are you legal? It doesn't matter. I said, I understand law and ethics. And... And, I, and uh, she, I said, I'm not going to tell you my name. You don't need to know my name. And then you can't prejudice. And she said, oh, we would never do that. I said, oh, come on. We both know that's a lie. Anyway, the point is they kept going in my daughter's room several times to ask her what my name was. Uh, which, why did they need to do that?
0: Well, let's let's get that. Because, you know, we've talked about taking control in the face of the beast system. And this right here, what you're talking about, the the when you saw the do not resuscitate thing, you're going in there and even though your daughter's right there and she's affirming that, you know, you have power of attorney, so to speak, there, right there okay. to Yeah. To speak there right in front of the doctors and nurses, she's affirming that. Uh, they keep acting like you're not in the room, but they wanna know who you are. And this is one of the things that you were telling me that people need to, to understand that of the power of yeah. power of attorney so that they can put that in place because of the tactics they're using in the hospitals. Ultimately, we already know what that's for. It's to get funding. Um, yes.
1: When I said it to the doctor, he said, do you have that in writing? I mean, you don't need it in writing. You've heard me say it in front of my daughter and she's acknowledged it. But, um, you know, there was, there was another little caveat in there with other people interfering. They wanted her to stay and have treatment and they went and spoke to the doctors, but that doesn't matter. It's that's all out the window now. But the point is she's a young girl, 23 and 22, and they are literally, um, you know, they said, well, what alternative treatment would you do? What what would you do? And she said, she didn't like the way they said it. It's none of their business. Plus they're not trained in any of it. And you know, they moved it to another room. They didn't put the bed up. I did it again. Just, she didn't have a, she didn't have an ID tag on. The whole time she was there, she had no ID bracelet. You have to have an ID bracelet. When you're in a hospital, she kept saying to them, I don't have an ID bracelet. How on earth were they taking bloods or doing drugs without checking her ID band? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to check that that corresponds with the notes, corresponds with what the patient tells you. So, you know, the whole thing, I was absolutely, utterly disgusted. Nurses were all wearing masks because they're told they have to. Doctors weren't. So I said, why Why are you wearing masks and the doctors aren't? And this, she was a lovely trainee. She was a really lovely woman, actually. It was definitely a vocation for her. She was training. She said, we wear it because it's the law. And of course, it isn't the law. She says, but I don't know why they're not wearing them. They should. And And yet... You know, you've got lots of people coming in and out and on the nurse's station, a great big bucket of candy for the nurses and all the patients can see. it. And oh, my word, It, it if I, it, it raised every single flag in me that could have possibly been raised. And um, they then said, we'd like to move you to a hospital miles away for young people. This, this bit, this is the bit that I really don't like about the whole industry. And she said, no, I don't want to go there. I'd be away from my family, my friends, and I'd be isolated. I don't want to go there. Oh, we'll, we'll get the nurse to ring you anyway to chat to you. you. might want to. No, she didn't want to. And the nurse texted her, texted her, rang her. Then you've got a nurse saying, you know, would you like to, to have some counselling? You've had a shock. Um, you know, how to navigate your way through the illness. Uh, you know, a lot. Of, you'll be around other people that have got, you know, cancer. And you can go on to forms really she said i don't want to talk about illness and disease and i don't want to do that and she, and i said we well, just block tell them they can only email you and block them so that it's this whole thing this whole getting you all it's it's an industry but let's it's
0: a let's, oh. let's let's talk about something else that's that's going on with that too because i said well why can't you know if they're hounding her on the phone why doesn't she just tell them look Quit calling me. I've already given you an answer. If you call me again, I'll consider harassment. And you said they can come back in and actually get some kind of judge to declare some kind of defunct kind of thing that she's out of her mind, she's incompetent or whatever. And they can come and get her and do what they want to her. That's right. What is that all about?
1: We have to be really careful because uh, anyone who's got children or who's got young adults and your power of attorney they can overturn that at any minute. Uh, uh, you know, they might say the patient doesn't have capacity, so they and they're they're going to act in the best interest. And you are. We've seen that during COVID, where lots and lots of disabled Down syndrome that lived in assisted living. Well, we've seen
0: it them, a lot in your country there, anyway. Now, I'm, I'm sure there's probably some things here over in the states as well, but we've seen it in your country as well with these little kids when they have a, a, an opportunity to take them somewhere else outside of England. They don't let them, and they, they won't kill. let them go it is so actually absolutely crazy. Them.
1: they remove they remove their feeding tubes yeah. their ventilators. yeah they kill them rather than let them go
0: yep
1: uh, I don't know what those two thumbs are this <laughs> computer just likes
0: <laughs> I liked what you said there
1: yeah yeah so they move them and uh they they take away all their so so in effect they don't say, well we'll let them go the judge takes over and says no that's cruel uh you know with no it's just terrible so that's what they did during convent. you know patients who had next power of attorneys there was a, a down syndrome young man in his early 20s he said i don't want to have the vaccine but they were trying to take power of attorney off his brother so they could force it through court another girl that i helped whose daughter was in um she was in a, a, a care place she had to be and she's in her early 20s and in the end you know professor dolores cahill Dave Cartland, I got, got involved in the beginning. They got involved. They were actually in the case in the courts. They fought the courts all the way because they wanted to inject her. That's what they wanted to do. Even though the mother didn't want a daughter to have it, they were going to say that they that the daughter wasn't acting in the best interests as next of kin and power of attorney. So they take it away. Uh, there were cases in America actually where older teenagers didn't really you know, like 15, 16, 17, didn't want to have chemo. And that same was ruled on them and they were um, sedated, handcuffed. And it was, yeah, false. we've,
0: we've covered some of those stories where the state goes in and they take even the teenagers and they'll put them through those things. And you're just, I gotta tell you, man, I, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Southern guy here. And when I read that stuff, it infuriates me. And I sit here and think, is dad not armed to stop this? I'm going to tell you, that's what, to me, that's why you have the right to keep and bear arms, Americans, men. It isn't yeah. for your target practice. It isn't for your, you know, you like to have a good time at the range. It's to defend and to yeah. get secure that's free state. And it's if so they bad. can if they can come in and take your daughter from you and put them through some kind of medical experiment that you know is bad for them and you're un- and you're unwilling to interpose yeah, that's, yourself. That's
1: exactly what happened in America. I just, exactly what happened. So I think what you, you have to be, you know, so we, we have to make sure as all of us, we all have to have power of attorneys, next of kins and living wills. All of us need to get that. We all need to do that for ourselves and for anyone that's over 18. We have to do that and we haven't done it um most people haven't done it i've got a will for myself but because unfortunately we don't expect the worst we're looking at the the new world order and the world economic forum but the things that are really going to have an impact on you are the things that come on a you know a thursday afternoon and you get side blinded yep yep then then you have to pull out all the stops to get everything together to get you know power of attorney living wills you have to get everything in place and there's always lots of other stuff to do as well so um you know for me I'll do whatever she wants and whatever she wanted even if it was something I would never do if that's what she wanted I would explain to I would make sure she knew everything which is what I did which is why she must have said and you know what? I'm going to test this. Obviously, obviously I'm not saying her name, but she, they said to her, we we need to give you the your COVID booster because you're vulnerable. And of course, she's not had any. She yeah,
0: went, you're vulnerable. Let us just go ahead and help you on yeah, to, we, to the other side. Just
1: giving you massive doses of steroids and we're just giving you blood thinners and we've just given you another drug and another drug that's all going through your liver.
0: Now, what did and you she find? Said, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Uh, she said, no, I'm not having the COVID booster. In fact, I've not had any of them. And the doctor said, oh, why? So she said, well, according to the government website, and she went through it all, this, this, and this, and mm. I'm not a risk and all the rest of it. And that shock causes clots, causes this, it's been found. And yeah. this consultant, that's the top, mm. she said, oh, no, but they fixed it now. No, they haven't. Why yeah. is she lying? So she's actually just spouted it wow. as because she's listening to it, it's all all right now. So my daughter says, I'm not having them, and it's not up for discussion. I'm not prepared to discuss it with you. So this is the young girl in there with all these doctors around. You know, it's very overwhelming, and they want you to make – they said, we're not in any hurry, but we need you to make a decision quickly yeah. about this this treatment.
0: We what, need to prep you. What else what you happened with regard to remdesivir, too? That came into play in there as well, didn't it? You no, know, no, that's something else, but I'm going to tell okay. you that. Okay. The other
1: thing is, you know, all these all these young people – having this treatment and being rushed through it, they send them for fertility for egg, you know, to save their eggs or bits of ovaries or save their sperm first. I can tell you as a woman that went through fertility treatment, it can be very dangerous doing, taking your eggs, your ovaries can overstimulate and you can end up in hospital care and at risk of dying. How do I know? Because I ended up in hospital with my first, because I had, I think it was uh, 32. It was a lot, a lot of embryos, a lot of eggs all at once. I had distension and, Um, But the other thing is it puts your oestrogen through the roof because that's how they stimulate the eggs. What makes tumors grow? Oestrogen. Absolutely. So I thought, what the hell? And that was straight away the day out. They ring you. Everybody dead, dead, dead. All the referrals are done quickly because this is a lot of money we're talking about. Talking about remdesivir, this is very, very important. Now, I just want to tell you, so that's basically in a nutshell. My daughter's already, she's going for uh, second opinions. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get some more bloodstone. But she started juicing, <laughs> we changed her diet. Thank you to uh, Sabia Zolfi, uh, Fabia Zolfi, sorry, from Zero Spike, who graciously sent us lots of products. Also, the B17 people, John, uh, what's John's surname? Um, he's been on the show, it has been on your show, oh, Richardson, too. yeah. John Richardson, sorry, I'm really tired. Yeah, I was
0: supposed to have him on, um, we were supposed to do something yesterday, just so people understand, I was supposed to do something with him yesterday to have to, or Thursday, to play on yesterday's show, and I missed the date. He had to reschedule the first time I edited it, so we're going to get him on next week uh, for the talk about Griffin's book. It's been 50 years since he put out World Without Cancer, and we're going to kind of highlight that. So just letting everybody know. So
1: that book as well was one of the books that saved my life. Yep. And when I shook and gave him a hug to Edward Griffin, that was something else. But look, you know, John's company pulled out all the stops, and you know, I think there was 400 people ready for an order to be shipped, and they literally put mine at the top, and it was out and i ordered masses and obviously i'll be selling it but they went you just don't worry about paying it now; will just pay it later whatever they got it here so quick um big thank you to andrew he knows who he is a uh, big big legal man he's fabulous he pulled out all the stops and sent me all his um thing that we needed uh, we'll, we'll do a show on melatonin and the studies how it shows big doses it stops she growing so a lot of people, um, Simone Plough, wonderful, 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 wonderful. She was the one who who actually uncovered something. Catherine uh, as well. Um, I fell down the stairs yesterday, which my daughter was fast asleep, which was quite entertaining. I went on every stair on the way on my back. Uh, so I don't know which bit hurts more today, but it was almost like I've got the pain in the same place <laughs> at one place. I said, was oh, sympathy, but She said, we're fighting for sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but so, you know, D. Manny Mitchell. You, you, D. Manny Mitchell's been on here. You all know her, so I don't need to say it on air. But, uh, yeah, we've got D. Manny Mitchell involved, so you know what that entails. So it's been an interesting
0: uh, last night. Yes, anyway, min- midnight told, hymn singing is what it involves. I right? told you, over <laughs> that, yeah.
1: so look, She was crying with the pain and... She'd not had that before, but when we did what we did and followed Dr. Max, Dr. Patrick Vickers as well has been a great help. When we did what we were meant to do, the pain went completely and I was just tender. So it's quite remarkable. Sasha Stone, thank you for sending me a device that emits frequencies, it's about $800. I'd already got that, he gifted that to me. So uh, nebulizers, she's coughing 3% food grade one part to 10 parts distilled water well it's sodium chloride but we just put a bit of salt in it okay uh, himalayan salt it stops her coughing stops her pain stops her coughing is like that she did tell me that she'd been exposed to loads of black mold so you know we were right on it and uh we did have a bit of a giggle you know i said all the times you've laughed at me over the decades. 12 years for coffee enemas and everything else. And here we are, honey. <laughs> you know, you're juicy. You're doing all this. But we're on it. So look, we'll go. And I'll keep everyone updated at what she's doing. And
0: and you know what? It's it's, uh, it's a good thing, I think, uh, the Lord gives you that time to, to care for her again. Uh, because of how things have been, I think that, I think the Lord has this sense of humor of just, I'm going to do it this way, and then I'm going to bring it together. And you know, I'm looking for good things to come out of that for you guys' relationship too. Yeah, well, it already um, has. That's, that's wonderful. That's, Praise ex, the Lord.
1: My ex in the house. They've not seen us together forever.
0: <laughs> well, I I want to put this in. This and it's are, actually it's
1: been really nice chatting to him. And he brought the, me a uh, duty free. He bought a hundred and twenty-pound bottle of single twenty-year-old single
0: malt. That's that's good. That's good. So if you're watching Vicky, what about that, <laughs> The the you know the scripture talks about these things, and you're talking about people being prudent, seeing what's going on, and then putting certain things in place. And you know, scripture talks about this. Proverbs 14, 15 says, The simple believeth every word. We could put uh, whatever you're told by the mockingbird media and you're pimping politicians. Uh, pushing the big pharma's, you know, sorceries. Uh, you, you're a person who believes every word, right? But the prudent man looketh well to his going. And then, you know, Proverbs is full of these these um, proverbs about the prudent. This is another one. A prudent man foreseeth the evil, and this is what we talk about, and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished and again you know you kind of go back to what we what we were saying here at the first and that is what we've seen over the past couple of years is you see the this The ones that are referred to as simple, and I don't think it means that you're a simple kind of man or a simple kind of woman. It means you're simple minded in the in the sense that you can be easily manipulated easily controlled because you' don't have any knowledge. Don't yeah
1: Absolutely. you don't have any
0: knowledge to question. you just say, well, you guys must know what's going on and and this is where real education comes in. Education comes in as to get that filter. I was thinking this morning, you know as you do a slow drip, as one preacher used to say, of putting the Word out each day. Just little drips of the Word every day. And that takes hold in our hearts. And it's the washing of the water of the Word. As the Scripture says, we talked about that last week or or this week. And as you're doing that, there are changes that you see there. Well, the same thing happens here. As you're doing that, you have a filter to see what's going on. And you're talking about, here's the evil that we're seeing. We're seeing their schemes. We're You know, we're uncovering their evil ways of what they're doing in the hospitals, through the the pharmaceuticals and everything else. And now we're examining that and the truth and the light of what Scripture says and then bringing a solution to bear upon it, not sitting here complaining about it. I mean, we can do that. We can point out the problems as we should do, but there's got to be solutions to these things. So some of this, what you're talking about with power of attorney is a big deal. This is, you know, and I've heard, I've had people say stuff about me, Um, just because of my sickness of the week. I've never said that doing any of these things is just going to keep you tip-top healthy, but I can tell you this. I do know that you feel a lot better. I know that you have a lot more clear, uh, clear thinking, and I do know that it affects other parts of your body, your sleep, all this other, when you do the things that you should do on a regular basis as far as what you're putting in your body and stuff. So I know those things do affect, and so then when you do get quote unquote sick or you're detoxifying, whatever the case, however you want to pronounce or say that, then you understand what it's doing. It's you're ridding your body of bad things, of toxins. And that's a good thing. Um, And so you don't, you don't fall into the despair of I'm just sick and this, that, and the other. When I had it the other week, um, yeah, Kate will tell you, I I can barely talk or anything. I mean, it was, it was really painful. But once I found out what it was and we started doing the supplements here and drinking all the water, Cleared it right up. Um, so these things are very important, I think, in preparation for what they're doing. Because we already know they're hitting us with bioweapons, not only in shots, but even in our food, our water, and in the air.
1: Yeah, we are. It's in everything. And um, in in the UK, we have bigger, when you think how much bigger America is than the UK, we have the largest end-of-life figures out of all the countries. We kill the most in end-of-life care. It is exactly the same as what is happening now is what happened in Nazi Germany. You know, it it, it began in the 1920s, and by 1933, you'd got midwives being paid for Reichmark and nurses to dob in, basically, Stuart calls it, to, to say, oh, there's a disabled baby born there, or there's an epileptic lives there. And those children were murdered with a concoction of drugs, even scopolamine, which is used like hyacinth to dry up your secretions they gave them massive doses it makes you forget as well um everything repeats so they started with the babies then the children the adolescents the adults they killed them anyone that was old vulnerable or disabled they were killed excuse me now we have that we've just found out that the politicians in the uk have lied to the Brits, and they have been setting up, instead of the NHS, the integrated care system based on the American models. And what actually happened in America, if you look at remdesivir, which is what, a couple of thousand or $3,000 um, with a 54% fatality rate, but you had budesonide, which only costs just over $30 or pounds. I can't remember which thing, but it doesn't matter. It's a lot less. Um and they had 100% recovering in one ITU and then the others, it was, you know, over 98%, etc. They won't use that. So it's a lot, lot, lot cheaper, but they won't use it and it's safer. But what they did in America with remdesivir, they said if the hospitals used it for every patient, they would get 20% on all the other drugs that they purchased from them. So that means that as the insurance is sort of coming in to pay the invoices for these patients, They, the hospital was getting 20% discount on these drugs, but they weren't giving that discount to the patient or to the insurance companies. So they made so much money in America, so much money by making sure everybody was on remdesivir. And that's what you're going to see here. It's pharmaceutical companies that are going to run the healthcare system. They're going to tell you what can be used, regardless of whether that's bad or good, but it's, it's not going to be good. They're going to tell you what can be used and what must be used. So it won't be, well, I'm going to treat that patient with this is better. No, you've got to use this drug. This is all you can use. So this is what we're seeing. So when I went in and I saw associate doctors, and associate, I just saw the whole system. This is it. It's, it's population triage. And depending on what you are worth, how many comorbidities you've got, how much tax you pay, it's going to determine with your number when you check in, you know, as into the system, it's going to come out with your treatment plan. And they're going to deliver it, and for most people, that's not going to be a good outcome. Now, so I I don't want to finish always on bad things. And and listen, don't be thinking that I'm some snivelling, grovelling wreck in the corner when the going gets tough. Listen, I get going with Gatling guns under each armpit. I'm literally like GI Jane. Don't, <laughs> don't don't ever. Uh, My friends will tell you when something's going down, you really need me on side because I'm like, shut up, everyone, shut up, I need to think.
0: Well, this is this is what we talk about. Is we talk about instead of running from the fight, you run to it, and that's
1: yeah, I'm like, get me Yeah, this is
0: that's that's the difference of what's going on here. So we've got a question in here, and it's one we've dealt with, I think, before in the hydrogen peroxide. But um, they wanted to confirm if it's three percent hydrogen peroxide, and I'm going to say it's food grade hydrogen peroxide and salt for nebulizing for chronic cough of years and poor lung function. Um, I know when when I use it, I do about like a half and half thing of the 3% well, I, I water with McCullers. a little Himalayan salt in it.
1: Yeah, I it should be sodium chloride. So okay. I use distilled water and a pinch of Celtic sea salt. But okay. uh, I followed Dr. McCullis, which was uh, with my daughter's consent. And it was one part food grade 3% hydrogen peroxide and I think he says 10 parts water so I ended up using 20 parts water to point to two mils of that and I did it for five minutes um, obviously if you've got any medical conditions please do go to your indoctrinated doctor if you're taking any medication please do go and speak to your doctor don't do anything on here that I've chose to do um, this is just for entertainment purposes and cartwheeling around your living room. So <laughs> Dr. Cola, that is what he stipulates, but that's what I chose to do for myself as well. Um, because of mold, uh, when people have been around black mold a lot, all the spores, you've been breathing it in a good nebulizer. Uh, it, you can buy them off. You can buy them off the devil's tool off Amazon for 50, 50 bucks. Yep. You should always have in your house, always have one. Um, Always make sure you've got these things. Don't wait till you're sick and then you wait for it to arrive. And when people go, I can't afford it. If you always say I can't afford it, you never will. What you have to say is I can afford it and it's coming. You get a jar and you put your $5 in, you put your your shillings in, whatever you've got, you keep shoving it in, you keep shoving it in. And every time you've got some change, shove it in. You will or put it in and don't touch it. And, And unless you're destitute, but I guarantee if you put it in, you won't touch it. If you keep going, oh, I'll get one one day, it'll never come. So you need a power of attorney, a living will. Every household should have a nebulizer, every single household. So we've done that, and um, we've done a lot. But, you know, they're they're bringing this in. They're showing you they're bringing it in. Uh, you've got some senator in America that's saying to all the uh, illegal immigrants, if you join the military Uh, You know, then you say you'll be you'll be allowed to stay and you'll be given your own section of the military. I don't like the sound of that. Maybe it made me think of Nazi Germany and the cops that joined the the Nazis as police and went and did all the ethnic cleansing. I didn't like the sound of it at all. But look, do what you can do. What can you do? I've gone over Professor Eric on this show, the mucusless diet, and it is phenomenal what he says about why we get mucus it's a detox now let me tell you what i did i went to the, to the hospital i was really hungry didn't eat all day chocolate rice cakes were there oh i chowed the whole bag i went down that bag like a, a an aardvark and uh i i was <laughs> <yeah. laughs> like an aardvark um then i ate all this hummus that someone bought or she had some organic carrots i chowed into this whole thing of i wasn't getting any sleep and I think I even had a, a coffee and I was in that ward. It smells, all those patients are having all those drugs and everything else. And I'm I'm doing a detox now. I've got snot like you wouldn't believe. Oh, the snots. I've got snot and snot and snot, but it's a good thing. You don't swallow it, you blow your nose constantly. When you get, you know, that mucus buildup in your eyes, it's gonna affect your eyesight and your ears the same. If you get it in your throat, but keeps going down, you get what's called consumption, which will just make your lungs just rot. Mucus is there as a detergent. So, you know, what doctor, sorry, Professor Eric, he wasn't a doctor. He was born in 1866 and he got really ill with Bright's disease, which is incurable inflammation of the kidneys. And they told him he was going to die. So he stopped eating and his depression, he got better. Then he went and studied nutrition in Algiers and everywhere. He opened a sanitarium. He cured thousands and thousands of patients of every disease going. He went to lecture in America just before the First World War, couldn't get back because the war had broken out. And he was lecturing one night and he was found dead outside. They said it was to win his new shoes, new soles. He wasn't used to them. And, you know, wet floor, a bit slippy, a bit of oil. But no one saw him fall. Probably he was killed. And that's what most people think. Likely uh so anyway uh, people do die falling but lots of these natural these people with these remedies die but it's interesting what he talks about um you know when you get when you take away all these foods that are mucus forming and we're not talking so about if you don't want to do it forever but if you take away all your dairy or your meat or your grains or you and you just have fresh fruits and vegetables green leafy vegetables no f- big fibrous things um cooked and raw juices smoothies whatever and you just do just that now he talks about fasting but you shouldn't fast if you're not used to it because don't forget all your toxins are going to be stored in your fat if they're not in your if your liver can't process them anymore so go easy you know you could just fast by missing one meal that's all but drinking water so you know build up to it because fasting is not good if if you've got cancer either because it's like um you know, taking annual leave when you've got no no yeah, you're, you're not
0: giving your body any ammunition to fight with. Yeah. You, you so, kind of um, cut off the supply lines.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Professor O quite interesting because he says it's actually just constipation. Hmm. The entire tube works in I, the body. You know,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm convinced of that. When I watched, oh, I told you that video about that doctor up in the gastrointestinal lady, who had developed those things. And that's what she was getting at was this. It, she was saying it a different way, but she was saying the same thing you were talking about was the gut. Yeah, health.
1: Everywhere gets constipated. And you know what? Yep. If you ask morticians and people, pathologists that do autopsies, they find over 10 pounds of undigested foodstuff and feces packed into the bowel. That's just they, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Capsules from drugs they find the plastic capsules all in there they find masses of parasites that's my thing i'm going to tell you for new year when we get to january the second i want you to say to everybody when they go you're coming up for pizza coming from mcdonald's you coming out for a beer coming up there no i've just said it's you two mother i'm in the army now the natural nurse army today's the first day of the rest of my life you're going to start every single morning on an empty stomach on a whole bunch of celery juice just juice the entire thing it's a herb we're told the lord gives us the herbs as our
0: medicine. that's right
1: yep get a celery juice down your neck and you know you've got to look after so if you've got um any any of these problems with your eyes your ears your nose your throat your lungs you, you know your digestive tract Start just thinking about doing, like Dr. Gerson's foods, but don't have any dairy, any meat. Just give yourself even a month to detox, juicing just fruits and vegetables and eating fruits and vegetables. Um, You know, don't – just remember a good parasite cleanse. Um, You know, I love a dirty – you know, everybody knows I love a dirty bag of crisps. Not
0: anymore. You're repulsed by those things. (laughs) I
1: can't do it. You know what? I cannot do it. I can't do lots of things. I don't touch Sugar. I didn't for years, but I ate, last time I was like, oh, talking, walking the dogs, I ate just probably a little handful of those potato chips. My thumb hurts and my little finger, my joints. Your body will get so sensitive to it. When you eat something you shouldn't, it'll tell you. So what happens is your bacteria gets gets stuck in the joints and gives, you know, the waste. That's where you start to hurt. And this all stops. So that's what the mucusless diet, Professor Eric, we've talked about. So just to recap, New Zealand's greatest doctor, Ulrich Williams. Um, you do have you know 30 what? seconds he, here. He said, paid nearly 400 quid for a new specs, and I can't read out of this. Eh. They're going, <laughs> not for that two pairs. But, you know, he was a playboy. And then he said, a voice shouted out, are you not ashamed of yourself? He used to hurry up surgery so he could go out partying. When that voice said to me, you're not ashamed of yourself, he opened his own kind of hospital units. He never used another drug, and he cured every single patient or got them to the point where they were it able was, to go home and be comfortable. Sorry How amazing that. is that? So yeah, it's... A little-
0: yeah, we we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get uh kate out oh, i'll get the sure. i'll get the link and we'll put that in there kate thank you so much for being with us and uh, get you some rest and take care of your daughter Bra- guys bradley i'm hitting the wrong thing i don't know what's going on there um bradley be with you <laughs> 3 p.m see you monday 6 a.m adios